Welcome to Reactive. Uh, I'm Henning Glattegertz and I'm here with Raquel today. Hi everyone! Hello! Um, Khalil is out. He is uh, in Frankfurt attending to his uh, meetup, uh -huh. JavaScript meetup. So he's, uh... Sure he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he says, and, and I saw it is taking place. And we, you know what? He, he tweeted that he's going to be... Um, whatever it is, Snapchatting from there so we can see if it's true or not. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he's he's doing some sort of James Bond type thing where ah. he like shows up for five minutes, but what he's actually doing is stealing some sort of like major jewels or something and, and somewhere in Frankfurt is, mm. you know, I'm sure, I mean, there's so many banks and stuff in there. There's probably a vault. Yeah, with so there's a heist going on, you think? Huh? Yes, I think so. <laughs> I think so. It's just an alibi. I see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I, I I know what's going on. Yeah. I know what's going on. I see. But then again, I can't really talk very much because last week I was gone because I had to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did so, that go? Did it, did I mean, it help? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I was so tired. Mission accomplished. <laughs> we That's skied great. for three days straight. Yeah. And then I was like, I... Tired. Mm. Do you ski regularly or, or, I mean, I guess you have to prepare for that. I remember, I mean, I haven't skied in years, but it's rough. Yeah. Well, so like my husband and I just learned to ski last season ah. for the first time. Like we, we just started um, and we were doing greens and stuff and we would do like a day on, a day off, a uh, day on. Like I think once we tried to do two days in a row and we were like, this is exhausting. Yeah. But it's also, it's just so expensive that like you want to do the full day mm -hmm. because you pay for the, you know, you pay for the day. Right. Um, but this season we got season passes, uh, which makes a lot of sense if you're going to ski more than, I think it pays for itself after four days. So if you're, if you're not going to go for four days, then it doesn't make any sense. But, mm -hmm. um, but we went skiing eight times in two weeks. So totally worth it for wow. us. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, you definitely have to, we got to the point where we could do two days back to back, but I would be exhausted after day two. Mm -hmm. And then we had a, a friend come visit us and he was there for three days and he was like, I have to go skiing every single day because yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be the only time all year that I'm going to go. And I was like, oh, so by the end of day three, I was just like, I'm going to go sit at the table over there and y'all can just <laughs> do whatever you want. And yeah. so I made friends with like a 10 year old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who lost his mom and oh, I was no. like, oh. <laughs> which was extra special because eventually the mom shows up and she's like oh my god I found you and he was like yeah it was totally fine like like he was fine and he was texting her trying to be like hey mom where are you and she was freaking out because she had to call ski patrol because there was oh, a geez. bear there was a bear in the woods and the kid went through the woods. And so the mom's like freaking out because she thought the, the bear might have eaten her kid. But the kid was fine. He was hanging out with me and was telling me, you know, where I should go on the map. And it was great. Mm -hmm. Nice. But, yeah. Also, all, uh, all around good time then. That's great. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Yeah. <clears throat> like, well, that's great. I've been uh, sort of, uh, yeah. I don't know what to call it, living in a cave. Um, <laughs> I, the, uh, yeah, I mean, the whole sleep situation is getting better. We've figured that out, sort of. But, of course, a, a six-week-old is not exactly predictable. But, um, 
Yeah, so the only really so what I'm what I'm doing right now is yeah, getting through the days, trying to do my work and prepping mm-hmm. for my talks. So Nice. Uh, the only time I managed to get Twitter open was, I think, at three o'clock this morning when I saw this uh, thing about the NPM progress bar. <laughs> and then I didn't even read the whole thing. I just saw like this blurb where um, um, the person who discovered it or rediscovered it, um, basically, what's his name? Gavin Joyce. And um, so I didn't even read the whole thing because I was too tired. I was just tending to the little one and I just put it on mm-hmm. my save list and then I read it later today. And mm-hmm. it's actually really interesting. And I, it seems like it's a known issue to you mm-hmm. guys. So, um, yeah. but it's like the conversation on this um, issue thread is still going on. I think the last post was like 40 minutes ago. Oh, wow. And they're doing like <laughs> really detailed, like um, debugging stuff with heat maps and all sorts of things. Oh my goodness. It's pretty wild, yeah. And um, this guy from Google, he made a really detailed uh, Sam Sam C. Cone, and uh, he made like super, super detailed write-up of what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, basically uh, for listeners who are interested, it turns out that uh, as of right now, in uh, I believe in the current version of NPM, if you turn off the progress bar, then the download goes like fifty. Like it's like it's it takes half as much time. It's fifty percent as much time, um, which is significant, especially if you have a very large project. There are lots and lots of dependencies. So like at least for our team, the the web team, our dependencies can easily take. I don't know, three to five minutes to to download the whole thing. So if you turn off the progress bar, it could seemingly be like two to three minutes instead. And um, so it's a pretty big deal. The CLI team is on it. And they. Th- what's funny is my understanding is that they had already been working on a fix when <laughs> the, whole, the whole news <laughs> broke out. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, hey, hold on. We're on it. <laughs> <laughs> So they're they're getting into it, but I think what's really fascinating to me about the whole situation is just how much people care about this and how much they love data. Yeah. <laughs> just like look at all the data. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, the easy fix for now is just to run it with progress is false, right? Right. And, exactly. And you're fine. I mean, it's yeah. it's not not Absolutely. necessary. But. Uh, but at the same time, the progress bar itself is one of the biggest asked for features. Yeah. Uh, and for good reason, right? Because you're sitting there and you're like, oh, my God, how long is this going to take? This is taking forever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, now you have a progress bar. It's like, yay, I'm almost done. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't don't understand the, the internals. I haven't read this stuff in, in detail. I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. after that either. But I was just surprised that um, it is so significant by mm-hmm. just writing some text or you know out onto the the terminal yeah that it makes such yeah. a huge difference so absolutely i mean but I've, I've seen similar things before right like if i do um if i run a command and i say give me the verbose output it can easily take twice as long yeah yeah you know so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that is that is not my realm of of expertise mm-hmm. but uh but yeah team's definitely working on it yeah. um but speaking of, of NPM, uh, so I was gone for two weeks and I showed up and everyone's talking about this thing called IED. Have you heard about this? No. 
It's um, it's a of competitor. I heard about anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, get out of your cave. Um, <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, but uh, so IED is an NPM competitor, basically. China. It's another node package manager, um, mm. and uh, but like it's a it's a few very loud voices talking about it, and I think it's. I think it's funny. Like, there's no official comment from NPM necessarily. Um, but my personal comment is writing a package manager is really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and so people are like, well, this is so much easier. This is so much better and it's faster and everything. It's like, okay, I believe you. And I encourage you to go as far and as fast as you can. And, you know, best of luck to you. Um, we're rooting for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no, no big deal, but <laughs> um, it's hard. So watch out. There there will be dragons. And mm. um, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah. So is it is it ma- mainly like a, a, a complaint about speed or? I think so. Yeah. I think it's a complaint about speed. Um, maybe they wanted to make some other decisions about how things get stored and downloaded and et cetera. I, I haven't looked too much into it. Um, to me, like I, I've been at NPM for, for long enough now that there's always something that pops up. It's like, oh no, NPM, is it like, <clears throat> it's kind of like celebrity gossip magazines, right? Like it's like, <laughs> like oh, will, will NPM be able to survive with this new latest competitor? It's like, yes, it's fine. Mm-hmm. We're not worried. Yeah. Well, it's you know it's a it's a it's a tough spot to be in every, anyway because everyone is focused on it. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. it's the thing. Period. You know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. it's easy to complain and and Definitely. I mean, there's there's other package managers like the thing for for PHP. It's called Composer, and mm-hmm. it's not um, you know you would think to oh my gosh it's taking so long but once you try to understand or you listen to the people that have created it and, and, and hear them talk about what is actually happening under the hood, you know, your head starts to spin. So it's like, yes, of course it's taking that long if it has to go and check all these things and it's doing that over the network, over the internet and, mm-hmm. you know, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, is what was the alternative? Please remember back, you know, a few years ago. <laughs> Copy, I mean, I paste, think, code and, oh God. Exactly, exactly. I think the alternative is going to GitHub and, pulling down the different repos and hoping that you can, you know, squeeze everything in together and uh, too many things, too many things. So, uh, so what else is happening? I don't, um, gosh, Um, just like I said, working hard on the, on the (laughs) talks. I've learned a bunch more stuff about JSON API Cool. Um, reached out to to various people, got some really great answers on things, and uh, so that that was really the you know the purpose of this whole mm-hmm. thing, and uh, it's working. So I can I can highly recommend giving talks. Um, first, yeah, it, it scares the crap out of me, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but I am actually learning a ton. Good, and uh, that's yeah. really cool. So awesome go and do it i mean yes you you're an expert at that anyway i'm just saying <laughs> everybody else <laughs> yeah no no no. It, it's ugh. i always learn something new every time i give a talk yeah. every single time so um but speaking of which i actually earlier this week i recorded a 
how to put together a proposal for speaking at conferences. Um, and I did it with uh, Sarah May, who is a, uh, she's a Ruby Rails developer and one of the co-organizers of RailsConf. Um, and it's super, super awesome. The two of us kind of did this like back and forth about kind of how we got started into speaking and uh, what we find are the best ways to do CFPs. And once you get your CFP accepted, how do you get started writing your talk? And then how do you, um, I had it like, like some, a couple of tips on like when you're giving your talk, what to do. And uh, it was really, really fun. And if you are to our listeners in the event that you hear this in time, uh, there is, I believe, an event being uh, kind of organized by Scotland JS, Scotland CSS, in a bunch of different cities in Europe. I, they're like a bunch in the UK, so like Edinburgh, Glasgow, London, maybe Brighton, definitely Berlin, and some other places. I forget exactly where. Um, I will put a link to this event uh, later or in the show notes. But basically, it's a hey, it, it's it's a workshop for how to put together a, a conference proposal so that you can propose to Scotland JS, Scotland CSS, and really any any conference at all. Because a lot of these tips um, are cross uh, conference and and all that stuff. Um, but they do generally tend to lean more towards um, technical conferences and not academic conferences. That was one of the major things that we talked about. It's like academic conferences are completely different. Do not use these tips for academic <laughs> conferences at all. <laughs> so the, the things that you recorded, is that for this that you just explained or is that something different? Um, so the, the, the kind of back and forth with Sarah mm -hmm. that I did, uh, that is, it's going to be showed, uh, shown at these events ah, okay. which I this weekend. Okay. Um, and I think Peter Aiken, the, the co-organizer, or one of the organizers, or if not the organizer of Scotland JS, Scotland CSS is trying to put it up on YouTube, but I tried to put it up on YouTube and the audio got all weird and funky. So oh, okay. Hopefully, he'll put so it up. So it will be available to, to people not attending this, yes. too. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes, but it probably will be available after the okay. event. Um, yeah. But I will put that up um, when it comes out. But speaking of which, speaking of videos that have come out, my uh, Columbia or JSConf Columbia talk finally came out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so that's kind of fun. Um Anybody who wants to see me just like squirm, totally, <laughs> totally freak out like I've never freaked out before. Uh, it's there for your viewing pleasure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting um, you said or you mentioned that about the um, you know trying to coach people or give them resources on uh, conference proposals. Mm -hmm. That seems to be happening. I don't know more and more. I see things about that in in different um, communities. The PHP mm -hmm. community, for example, is, is starting that. There's um, there's like, uh, yeah, not meetups, but um, one of these these online resources, the same kind of thing where uh, there was an entire day on how to do exactly what you described, you know, getting the ideas, preparing this, the, the proposal, and then actually writing the talk and then giving, um, you know, guidance on do's and don'ts during the talk, et cetera, et cetera, and... Uh, 
that was I saw part of that it was really really helpful and another thing that I um I leaned heavily on is is uh was that speaking.io that has mm-hmm. some really good information too just general um you know how to make slides and how not to make slides and things like mm-hmm. that so very very interesting and helpful yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. I think if I were to add anything, it's that it's totally okay if your process for putting together your talk is totally different from someone else's process. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody um, works differently. I mean, I yeah. had to, the the thing, the talk I'm doing with Khalil, I had to write everything out almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I work off of that and I modify it. But the other talk, the JSON API talk, where I think I am, you know, more of a, I know a lot more about the subject and it's mm-hmm. easier for me. I'm just, you know, I have some bullets and I can talk to that and it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. So, it yeah. all depends. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, ah, speaking is fun. It's super fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to it. it should, should be a interesting thing. Yeah. Just to, definitely. I don't know, see the, See what the audience thinks. Is people from ten different countries supposedly? So wow, be very interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm really I'm waiting for somebody to do uh, a conference at a ski resort. Oh, there is such a thing. PHP. It's called Ski PHP. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, they've been doing it for two years or three years now. They All go right, so on some nice resort and they, they ski during the day and they do talks. All right. So basically yeah. I need to go like learn PHP. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could just do ski JS, you know? No. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, there's no real reason. I, I can't organize it. I'm terrible well, at organizing put, put, uh, put the idea in somebody's head. I'm sure somebody yeah, will run with it. Yeah. Definitely do that. I'll just have to find somebody. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. All right, listeners. If any one of you is interested in organizing a ski JS, <laughs> <laughs> let me know. Yeah, okay. Swiss Alps or something like that could be cool. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. what I want. I want <laughs> um. Oh goodness. Uh, let's see. What else has been going on? Um. Have you read any interesting articles lately? No, today I just um, beat my head against the keyboard. I was, I don't know, I, I, I upgraded to El Capitan and I had to reinstall a bunch of stuff and now my debugging environment is totally hosed. No! And I spent hours trying to figure out how to how to get it fixed. So I did lots of reading, but it was very interesting and not very enlightening. <laughs> oh, that's stinks. Yeah, it's total, yeah, I don't know what's oh. going on. <laughs> I have to take, I don't know, get some rest and yeah, try to figure it out. But that's kind of hard to come by these days. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's definitely a, a test. I mean, you know, go to bed at like 10, get woken up at about 12.30, and then probably again at 2, if I'm lucky <laughs> at 4. <laughs> oh. So, Yeah. Doing yeah. really good. <laughs> Friend of mine has a five month old and she she was uh she came in bouncing or one of my coworkers actually mm-hmm. um has a has a five month old and she comes in bouncing into the office and she's like, 
I got four straight hours of sleep last night. <laughs> it was glorious. And I was like, four? Yeah. Four hours. I mean, like, I, I think I think there just becomes a new normal yep. for, for new parents. And it's just like, <laughs> or parents of newborns, you know, like, just like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, no. you, you get you get um, sort of a reality check to see or you, you realize, I mean, not that you're functioning really well, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you're actually still able to, you know, get through the day on, <laughs> on like fumes. And you're, you're, you would have never thought before you were forced to do that, that you were actually capable of doing it. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I, I had to run to uh, the train station this morning because I was running late. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm not on the mountain anymore. I can't breathe quickly and easily. And I was, it was bad. Yeah. And I was like, how do I keep going and then i thought about all my parent friends who are like probably in a very similar situation except you know in my case i'm doing a cardiovascular thing and for y'all it's like a sleep thing but you know it's the same um no okay Uh (laughs) oh goodness um so yeah uh uh, anything interesting happening at work um stuff i can't talk about okay <laughs> very interesting but, but fair no. <laughs> enough that's totally fine um yeah. i get to refactor again for the first time in a while oh, wow. which is really fun um i it seems silly that i would be like excited about refactoring but i'm really excited about. is it your refactor. code that you're refactoring or is it um yeah well so I'm, I'm refactoring the website code that has been in need of some really basic refactoring for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, there was a period. So I, I created the first iteration of the current website. Like I did, I did it from scratch using happy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then, and then we, we had some more members on the team who came on and then, and they were like, well, this isn't really, because I, I did like a totally different way of thinking about how a website should be structured um, instead of thinking of it in terms of like model view controller. I thought of it as um, here, here's like business logic and here are uh, kind of APIs that we use to talk to other, um, other services. So, and then like all of the templates live someplace else. And it, it was like an interesting kind of, architectural decision mm-hmm. um and and to to like previous team members points like that wasn't industry standard so it was really confusing um but and so so we made a decision okay you know we're, we'll slowly transition this code into another direction um but then uh, eventually we had more people join the team and like there have been like changing of the guards people coming in and out and like we never finished the transition from the one state to the other and basically the code base has spent about a year in this like standing oh, like wow. kind of over like on the fence yeah. sort of it's like really like kind of wonky so like we had our most recent team member is looking at the code and is just like, where does everything live? 
And I'm but like, well. <laughs> when you say the refactoring, so had had whatever you had done already gone into production or was it sitting on a separate branch for a year? Nope, nope. It's it's all in production. It's just ah, in like okay. a weird, like schismy state. Okay. So um, it was neither in box A nor box B. Gotcha. And over the last year, we realized that actually things should be in box C. Ah, so we started like so there was actually there's actually boxes a b and c in our code base right now and it's like this is terrible stop (laughs) let's move everything over into box c and stop with all of this stuff um and uh so it's an interesting uh for me it's just really nice because i like to have order in my mm-hmm. code base, and it's been pretty chaotic. <laughs> How long do you think it'll take? Um, so one thing was, like, super easy. It took me 45 minutes to move everything over. Um, it was, like, really, really easy. There's another thing that's going to take me probably about a day, maybe two, um, probably the rest of the week, okay. uh, which is really interesting. Um, and uh, and I'll get to pair with our 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 lead engineer which is going to be really nice for me because i'll get to like learn a bunch of stuff and hear what she has to say about well this is like the better way to make these decisions etc etc is to do this or that Mm -hmm. um because let's remember i was the one who came up with the original architectural decision i am not the lead engineer not because i'm not capable but because i'm not ready to be there yet (laughs) And so learning learning from someone else who knows who's been in the industry for 20 years as compared to my 4 years uh is super valuable and yeah. I'm really excited about that. That's awesome that you have that opportunity. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Do you do you do a bunch of pair programming at at work or Not anymore. I used to at my previous gig where I had a ton of really senior people and that was just that was insane. That was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. These were old, uh, not old, old as in not experienced, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were IBM guys. Uh, oh, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, had, they had been in the industry for my gosh, 20 years at least, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, just watching them, you know, all these basically Unix people and total wizards on the command line. And they could slice and dice stuff up. It was insane. So, yeah, I mean, every time I went to this this one particular guy, he, I would just tell myself, okay, remember one thing, you know, ask him how he did that and remember that. And then it'll be worth it, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was, that was, yeah. It's, pairing is just, it's awesome. It's uh, yeah. It's nice to look over somebody's shoulder or have somebody look over your shoulder and tell mm-hmm. you what you could do better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think pairing can be, um, it can be really frustrating though. If you, if you are at a different, if you think differently than the yeah. other person. Um, and so finding that balance, uh, and, and learning that patience. <laughs> yeah. well, when you do this, how long do you sit together or how, how long um, do you do this? It depends. Um, generally, I get really tired after about two hours. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, but, but I try to, I try to do at least an hour and a half. Like sometimes mm-hmm. it, depending again, like if, if me and my pairing partner are like, we are like sharing the same brain waves and it's just like a phenomenal thing. I can go for like three or four hours. Yeah. 
Um, but, um, but I hear about like other companies like, like Pivotal where everybody pairs a hundred percent of the time. It's like eight hours of pairing every day. And I'm like, how do you do that? (laughs) Yeah, I guess it, it depends if, um, you know, like you were saying, if you're on the same wavelength and I think you, if you're at, well, maybe not even similar levels, but I, I could see how for, I mean, I was way, way, way junior to these guys and mm-hmm. it was exhausting. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so much information coming down. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I don't, I don't think I could have gone more than like an hour or two at the most. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally, totally. Um, so, yeah. Uh, You touched on something before. Now I forgot mm -hmm. what that was. Darn it. Um, (laughs) Oh, the, the, yeah, the refactoring. Um, The reason I asked, you know, if you do this in a separate branch is uh, because when I have like some free cycles, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, you know, create a new branch and uh, start working on this concept. And Mm. some, you know, it depends. Sometimes I get really far but then I get interrupted with something mm-hmm. that absolutely has to get done and I might not get back to it for days or weeks or even months. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you just might as well throw the whole thing away because trying to get back into that is in most cases for me, has been impossible. Um, and I don't know a good way to, you know, in, in, in this branch that you have sitting in Git, you know, mm-hmm. where do you put, sufficient information in order to like you know once you've laid down the thing and you're stepping away write down where where you're at and where, <laughs> how you get back into it you know because it's like, yeah because usually you don't have the time to do that and mm-hmm. it's just all gone you know yeah by the time you come back it sucks that is that that exact thing happened to me this morning i was <laughs> okay. like oh wait i was i was working on this refactor Two months ago, yeah. I can totally get back to it right now, right? And then, like, you rebase with Master, and so much stuff has happened. And then it's, like, merge conflicts. And you're, like, yep. what is this? <laughs> what is this code that I wrote? Oh, my God. What what the heck is happening here? Yeah. Okay, it's <laughs> not it's, just me. Good. <laughs> yeah. No, not just you at all. It, yeah. I think, um, I don't know. I think it's, it's how to do that. I, I, I haven't figured that out. Like sometimes if I'm being really on top of things, I'll have a notebook and I'll like handwrite stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely if it's not within, if I don't come back to it within say a day or maybe a week, then it's, it's might as well just be gone. Yeah, a week is stretching it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how to, how to get back to that point because so much stuff changes between uh before and and now the only thing i can think of which is something that we've started doing is um like on the web team is we've started declaring like in addition to the work that product wants uh the technical lead is also saying okay but these are the things that we need to do to pay back our technical debt Mm -hmm. so things like refactoring Mm -hmm. etc and so, like, we'll actually have tasks that now, like, like we're trying to be a little bit more uh, focused on what we're working on so that we can tell, 
you know, upper management, hey, okay, so you want these product things. We also need to do these technical things. So in order to get this product thing out the door, we have to complete this technical thing. And so the product is now being blocked by the technical thing as opposed to the technical thing being just like a thing you do on the side. It's actually a defined piece of work, Mm -hmm. which at least for me means that I don't have to do it kind of sneakily on the side and then, oh, everybody agrees that it has priority. Yeah, exactly. And then that way you don't have to worry about forgetting it for a week because Mm -hmm. you're working on it as part of your task for the day. Right. Um, so as, at yeah. least for this refactoring, that's why I'm like, I think that's why I'm so excited because it's like, <laughs> it's I'm not official. Just, it's official. Everybody's giving, like everybody's on board. Yeah. I've gotten yeah, the thumbs cool. up. We're doing it. <laughs> yeah. The only way I've sort of um, nursed. So I have one, one project I'm working on, which is the, the rewriting of the API part of one of my projects to Jason API. And mm. I am you know, really, really clinging to that. I'm not going to let that get stale. And the way the way I've done it so far is not so. Almost every time I do a commit um, onto develop and then down into master, I merge everything back into that that uh, you know JSON API branch mm-hmm. and and resolve any conflicts that might be. It it costs me time, but at least it's it's then not you know an insurmountable hurdle if you let it sit for two months because then there's no freaking way you're gonna you know get everything resolved and, and get back into it right so right yeah but other than that i don't i don't have any good ideas on how to <laughs> keep those things yeah. alive totally i guess if you don't get to it for that long it's just meant to die anyway so <laughs> oh <Aww. laughs> yeah. um yeah. Um, hmm. I'm looking at our Slack channel. See if anything massive is oh, coming I in. Even looked at that. Um, yeah. Not. Oh, the nothing of like. There's there's one. Okay, one thing you have to go mm-hmm. see in the Happy Channel. And, oh and yeah. Everybody that's not on the Slack has to go see this. <laughs> Did you see that little dog that gives a high five? Hold on. Wait. It's oh, from fixing uh, the hair. Andre, then... po- yeah, yeah, Andre posted it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh my god, a little tongue, a little tongue just took it out this side. Oh my god. Okay, I god. don't and look at Khalil's uh, comment under that. I know this is really unfair to the listeners that haven't seen this, but maybe this will entice them to go over yeah. there. I'm yeah, not like no. don't really sort of you know get really really worked up about. Cute little animals, but this, this one is, that was just this nuts. Is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that is it. Also, I definitely think that's an immediate hire in the Department of Fluff. <laughs> um, oh my goodness, that is I'd wow, wow. Yeah. I the Happy Channel is my favorite channel. Yeah, it, it it's actually yeah, it's it's um, the perfect name for it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just go there and it'll definitely put, there's something there that will put a smile on your face when you need <laughs> one. So. Exactly. It exactly. works. I can attest to it. <laughs> yeah. oh, just a sort of a, you know, a collection of all the things that people have found all over the mm-hmm. internets and the good stuff. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Other oh. than that, I don't know. Um, haven't seen anything. I think people can tell by now we're grasping for subjects. 
Well, we could also just wrap up so that our yeah, poor I listeners so. aren't sitting there going like, oh, God, this is the longest short episode ever. <laughs> yeah, you just got back from vacation. So you're, you're heads down and I, yeah, I'm just, yeah, and like you have said, a in, in the cave. So, <laughs> but I don't know, in a week and a half, two things should lighten up for me, I hope, after yeah. the talks. So Yeah, totally. All righty. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, um, I'm a rockbot on Twitter. Oh, do we have any any new uh, I don't reviews? Know. No. Oh, new reviews. Uh, let me check real fast. And is there anybody we need to shout out to? I don't. I don't know that anybody's joined since last week no no reviews um nope i think we just sign off (sighs) (laughs) boo oh wait uh ninarian maybe wait today is the 27th yeah and (laughs) <laughs> yeah so hello or I think it's Ninarian maybe <laughs> perhaps we'll, we'll catch up on them next week I think. Yeah, yeah definitely if I forgot to say hello to you please yell at me and I will make you a custom emoji alright uh, <laughs> for the Slack channel <laughs> um, but our Slack channel is super fun to hang out in uh, really, really fun conversations happen, and if nothing else, come for the happy channel. Exactly, because um, <clears throat> you know you will squee. Um, and uh, you can find a link to our Slack channel in the bottom of our show notes at uh, reactive audio, and you can find me on Twitter at Rockbot. All right, you can find me at hglattergots on Twitter, and uh, you could help others find the show by leaving us a rating or a review. That would be even better on iTunes. On how to get there, just go to the show notes that uh, Raquel mentioned. You could also tweet about the show or tell a friend Mm -hmm. (laughs) or recommend it in your favorite podcast app. I discovered that you can actually do that pretty nicely in uh, Overcast. Nice. So, um, yeah, people can Mm -hmm. find find the podcast that way all right so uh yeah all the relevant information for that is at the bottom of the show notes and uh that's it for this week talk to you next week bye everyone bye